Yeah, today's episode is brought to you by DNA Sports Training. If you or someone you know wants to take their game to the next level, then visit dnasportsdenver.com. Visit dnasportsdenver.com right now and sign up for a training session, check out the podcast, or just see what we got going on over at DNA Sports Training. Visit dnasportsdenver.com now and sign up. Yeah, we're live. What's up, gentlemen? What up? What's going on? <laughs> hey, welcome to another edition. Um, as you can see, uh, we're lacking one. Uh, my boy Dom, shout out to Dom. He's right now. He's on a INS bus, getting <laughs> getting shit back to Mexico. <laughs> nah, my boy Dom's on vacation, man. So uh, got a you know some special guests filling in. My boy AJ Gallegos over here. Yo. Say what up, AJ? Whoa, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, glad to be here again. My yeah. boy Matt Sander. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Here at Canyon Fly Shop Matt, you're going to have to get a lot closer to that microphone uh, when you talk uh, Yeah, I mean, cool. y'all made fun of me earlier y'all. You know <laughs> uh, And then of course, Jalen Witt, guide extraordinaire What's good, what's happening? Hey man, hey guys, thank you, you know, for coming on And, you know, um, when Dom said he was going to be on vacation I, I thought it was a great opportunity to kind of hop on here and talk a little fishing I know uh, Dom isn't quite the angler yet We're working on that We're trying to get him out and try to get him involved And, and, and find that passion um, But fishing means a big deal to me And then recently this year, getting into fly fishing And so having you guys on and, and being able to chop it up with that stuff And I get to be a little more sponge and absorb some of your knowledge um, I looked at it as a great opportunity So again, I appreciate you guys hopping on and, and, yes, and getting on with us What's been new, man? What's what's going on with you guys? Man, everything's good, man. You know, the, the shop is booming. We just had a the Canyon Fly Shop open up here at Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers. You know, they got uh, Matt's got his thing going on over here. Well, I think we opened about two weeks ago. Yep. And, uh, man, business is uh, it's doing well, man. Every day we're growing, you know, both in the barber shop and the fly shop. A lot of awesome, cool things coming. A lot of, uh, a lot of fishing. Got some classes going to be starting up soon. Got a ladies' night. Got a movies night. That's what's yeah, up. We got all kinds of cool things. Dude, I got it. I've told you this a bunch of times, AJ, and, I, and you know, I'll say it a bunch more, but I think what you guys are doing is is really, really cool. Um, we were talking about it a little bit while I was setting up and while we were getting going, just about um, how far um, the po- or the uh, the podcast, the fucking yeah. how far <laughs> the shop in a hole has right. come since the first episode we did together back in right. December when you just, right. um, you know, opened up and you know, we we're celebrating, you know, celebrating that and to where you're at now, just yeah. not, not in terms of necessarily even just the fly shop, but just in, in the side where the cutting side, man, yeah. like it's beautiful in there, right, bro. And it's right. come a long way and it's right. changed a lot for the better and for the good. And right. now they have this extra element here with the fly shop. I know right. I was already here last week and right. um, got some, some, some uh, great info from Matt. Or actually, it's probably a couple weeks ago, last weekend, a couple weeks ago. Um, got, got some info and got to get out in the water and, and, and try some things out. And then um, just mixing all these people together, bro, with Jalen, with Matt, with the classes you guys are going to do, just the information you got, you guys give and, and you know, you're free with, with the, in terms of fishing. Um, it's exciting to have, man, especially in the community. 
Yeah, right yeah, on. Man. On the news tomorrow too. So yeah, Channel Seven News. I'm sure we'll dive into that a little bit. Too. Oh yeah, man, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna definitely get into the fly shop here, Jalen. We're gonna get into what you got going on because I saw your Instagram earlier today. Uh, looks like y'all you were playing with some piggies out there. Um, so you know, it's it, dude. This is this is what this is all about, man. Uh, as I mentioned, AJ, man, the shop is buzzing, dude. Oh, Literally, yeah. three chairs are always full, yeah. bro. I got to come over yeah. here a couple times, get my cut, and yeah. I'm always in there and out of there real quickly. So I appreciate you. Right, yep. um, but man, it's awesome to see new people come out here and you know you guys doing your thing. Yeah, right on, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, like I said, every day we're growing, we're getting better. You know, I got uh, two great barbers in here right now. You know, I got George and and Chino, Jerry. Um, I've been blessed with them guys, man. So I, you know, hope I could keep them guys a a long, long time. You know, there's a thing in the in the barber world, man. You know, a, a lot of the vision for young barbers is to have their own thing and their own barbershops one day. And, you know, I'm, I'm always a, a fan of that, and I'm always going to support everybody's dream. But having two guys like that that are just exceptionally talented um, has really been a blessing. So um, I hope I can keep these guys around a long time. And that's got to help raise the profile of the shop, yeah, too. Absolutely. You know, when you know... You know, if you can't get a chair with AJ, right. you know, you've got two other exceptional barbers yep, that you can get exactly. a chair in with, man. I know that's important to people trying to get yep. in, you know, get them walk-in appointments in. Exactly. And, you know, I eventually I, I think I'm going to have one more space available, you know, for, for another barber, you know. And, you know, that's something that I'm going to explore here in the next few weeks. But, um, you know, this is going to be a very great, unique place to work. It already has been, you know. Hopefully I can start getting barbers kind of lined up to – want to work here you know and want to create sure. here and uh yeah that's the goal man that's the goal the more the you know the more barbers i get the more time i could take off and go fishing you know? <laughs> <laughs> and not and not necessarily that these the barbers are like uh, like under you but i'm sure you right. provide tutelage and guidance Absolutely. and things like that yeah. so what's it like when you when you have a series of barbers and you know you've been in the game a long time right. so like you got other people opening their own shops i mean there's got to be some a little bit of pride in that like right. it sucks losing good people right but it's got to be a little bit of pride in knowing that like hey man that dude, you know, did a lot of time under me, and Absolutely. you know, it's good to see him out there doing their thing. Oh man, I, I, I have a, a list of guys that have worked with me. Um, I don't want to say for me because you know I believe right. That. That's why it's like a hard. Yeah, you know, f f they've worked beside me, and uh, I was able to be a, a big mentor to help shape who they are today. You know, um, you know, I got my barbers down in South Dakota. You know, Dom and um, and chops down there that are doing their thing. And, I, you know, to be an influence on them and a mentor to them means a lot to me, you know, to see everything mm. that they're doing over there at Sixth Throne. You know, my guy over here, Jose Medina, who's been a great friend of mine, and Jorge and Freddie. I, I mean, the, yeah. the list is endless on the guys that I could, you know, that. Um, and I don't want to yeah. take credit for building their career, but to be able to, to have influenced them in a, in a, in a way um, that to help them make, uh, to, for, uh, influence them in a way that they're successful now, I mean, that, that, that really is a lot to me. And, Sometimes that means more than anything, man, you know, leaving that, that type of legacy, you know, for other barbers, you know what I mean? <clears throat> Had you a long list of guys, you said? <laughs> <laughs> Pay yeah, next, bitch. Right, right, right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Jaylen, right, how's right. the summer been treating you, dude? <clears throat> Summer's been good. Very busy. Yeah. Dude, every time I look at your feed... I'm freaking like I'm showing my boy Matt at work because it's usually at work fucking off on on Instagram. <laughs> but I'm showing my boy Matt. I'm like, look at this fool. Look at this fool. Look at this fool. Right. Right look what they're doing right there. I'm just like, yeah. I mean, it's just every day for me. But I mean, I get everyone does get excited about it. But 
Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just summertime fun for me. It's Hell just yeah. what I do. I mean, when you look at it, it's just my job. It's really a lot of people just have what they're good at, you know. And You've got a good fucking job, what, brother. You know what you do, and um, I mean, it's just fun. So I wake up, I enjoy. It doesn't feel like work all the time. But the, Them long drives out don't feel so long when you're going out, you know, do something you love. No, I mean, if there's anything about me, the the windshield time never bothers me. Yeah. Honestly, because in the morning I wake up earlier than everyone else, so I'm on the road. Yeah. You know, live, live with the guy, you'll find out he he will drive <laughs> forever, and he he's like a machine. He will get up at five in the morning and. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. you look at five a.m. is kind of late, you know. With <laughs> depending <laughs> on what the <laughs> trust me, yeah. Hey, I woke up with my boy to go fishing. Um, not this past weekend, but weekend before, we went up on Guanella and fishing creeks and fish clear, uh, clear creek a little bit and um I, I was like man he was like what time you want to leave i was like dude we gotta leave by your house by six and then like i think back to when we went out when we went out to, mm-hmm. to uh eagle and think back and i see aj up at 4 30 on a couple of his little snaps and i'm like i'm fucking rookie in this shit i gotta mm-hmm. get up earlier dude for, uh, yeah. six o'clock ain't early yeah. enough man yeah i mean not all the time are we trying to prove a point, but uh, <laughs> I kind of got a saying, especially on public land, because Colorado has been so great to offer us all of this public land. But I mean, you know, it's for everyone to come and everyone to share. I'm never going to be mad when yeah. someone else shows up. But, uh, you know, I definitely take that pride in being the first one there a lot of times. And, um, you know, one day I'm not going to be able to have that drive in me to be the first one there first one on the water you know gloves on yeah and people asking you they come down they're like coffee's in their hand they're like i stopped at starbucks this morning well, <laughs> what, what time did you get here and i'm like well you should have seen how the fish were biting when it was dark <laughs> you know what i'm saying for sure for like, sure i mean because i mean this just happens and there's a reason why i'm, I'm out there that early no nope. and that's a lot of reason where i uh you know i wouldn't say i'm good at what I do. It's just my success comes from being the first one there. Hey, early bird gets the worm. In this case, early bird gets the fish. You know, me and Matt were talking about it a little bit while I was setting up too, um, you know, about just the uptake in, in people fishing. And people getting out outdoors and, Crazy. you know, COVID when it happened, that was pretty much the only thing you can do was go outside and, you know, get out in, the, in nature. And so many people took up fishing. So it's 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 good on one end, sucks mm-hmm. on some other ends. But if you get up early enough, you, you can beat the rush. Right. Well, I mean, I'm not really too worried about the people on the water. I want everyone to come out and catch a fish. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why I fish, obviously, for way more reasons just to catch a fish. But I mean, the etiquette shows out there. And I'm cool with it because I got funny stuff to say. <laughs> Are you out there roasting rookies, we'll, bro? We'll say it. I'm not going to really roast rookies, but I'll, if you're going to high hold me and you have no clue what you're doing, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to start. Be, I mean, we're going to put a show on for you. <laughs> oh, no. You know, we can just go ahead and start the Jalen Clinic. And just start catching fish. <laughs> start, and, then, and then telling them how you did it. Uh, no, we ain't telling them. No, you high hold me. Go on. If you, if you know me and Jalen, we will not start it. But if if you initiate it, you're gonna finish that shit. Up. You're probably gonna regret it in some way, <laughs> shape, or form. I mean, whether it's your pride or maybe your physical body itself, <laughs> you're not gonna be happy you started shit with us on the water. No, I mean there's a, there's a few rivers where I go to, and I mean I just I'm the first one there, first one to the riffle. And I'll stand in that riffle. I won't leave all day. People can come. <laughs> you can come fish right next to me. It's not going to bother me, but I know the spot that I'm sitting in is going to be the best. And people, you'll see them stand there for two hours, three hours, just staring at you. 
And it's like, I mean, you ain't going to catch fish if you're just staring at me. But, you know, cool. And I'm over here. Boom. <laughs> Dude, that used to always, like, not piss me off, but it used to always fuck me up when I was a kid. And it's like, you're fishing. You think you got a good spot. And then, like, Pops is, like, landing fish. And you ain't getting bites. You ain't catching shit. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. I was like, I got to use what he's using. Pops, what are you using? He'll tell me the color. He'll tell me what he Go use that shit. Nothing. He'll get up, go have some lunch. I'll go, I'm gonna go take his spot now. Right. Take his spot. He'll come back, fish the spot I was at, catch some fish. <laughs> now he's catching shit. I'm like, Jesus, what's going on over here, man? So, now nah, it's it, there's something to be to be said about knowing what you're doing. Um, Matt, man, congrats on the fly shop. You know, sure. how's it been, man? The last, what is it? It's been open three weeks now? Uh, just shorter two. Just okay. Shorter two. Okay. Um, My math is horrible. I've never been good at math. Hey, it's all good. 13, <laughs> 13 days is good. Keep it, keep it real. Um, yeah, shop's been good. People coming in, uh, really like liking the fact that it's something different. Um, you know, coming into a fly shop where I'm going to give you a, a boatload of information. I'm going to give you good spots to go out and fish. I'm going to give you the right flies. Um, I'm going to treat you like an equal and like someone that we want to be friends with. We want in the shop hanging out with us. We want doing like social events with us, uh, just making it like a community. And I think people respect that and respond to that. And uh, so that's been really good so far. You walk into a lot of these fly shops, man, it's dickhead central, right? You know, the owner doesn't want to talk to you. The guys yeah, the in the shop are always doing something else. And, like, you know, people just want to be helped when they come into a fly fishing shop. You know? I think that's, like, the most intimidating thing for me. Um, been into a couple of shops where I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know, I'm just just learning. I could tie some knots. And, you know, I noticed the shit that Jalen taught me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, some basics. But I, I've caught fish off it, so I can't even complain about it. But, um, you know, it, 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 it could be a little intimidating going into a spot, and they're just kind of like, not looking down at you, but looking down at you a little bit right. just because of oh, your exactly. lack of knowledge. Well, exactly. I, I do got a good perspective from you from working in a fly shop, too. And, uh, you know, everyone's style is different. And when people come to you in a fly shop, you know, they, they ask you these questions, and you really try to look at them and figure out their capabilities. And then, you know, you, they walk in and they do ask crazy questions. Like, they're like, hey, I'm going to go down to the creek and uh, uh, what should I fish? And you're like, yeah, I'll tell them what to fish. You should fish a hopper dropper rig. And then they look at me and they're like, what's a hopper dropper rig? <laughs> and, which is like totally fine. I'm here to teach you that information. But like it adds up quick. I'm like, yeah, so you need a little piece of tippet here. And then we got to get a, a fly here and then a the bottom one. And then they're like, oh. You need all that, and, and like you, you know, you're but you know, like, I, I took I got to credit Matt for when he was you know his whole concept here and his vision. Uh, we had a talk here with you know before we made any deal or whatever, but he said I want this fly shop to be like the Chick Fil A of fly shops. Okay, when it comes to customer Closed service on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we didn't follow uh, the pattern on that because uh, there's a yeah. couple fly shops that we're not going to name right. names because we don't necessarily right, right, get right. down with those fly shops, but they're not open on right. Sundays. So you better believe right. we're here yeah. available for you to. Well, come that, you know that's, get you that's, that's, you that was his whole vision is just you know that customer service and just yeah. being able to help people and yep. get people involved with fly fishing. You know, I mean. For for a long time, you know, people they stay away from fly fishing because they just feel like they don't fit in, or it's not them, or it's, it's not their culture. But that's not true. It's just anybody that wants to learn how to fly fish, you know, this, these guys are here to help. And and that's that's been my experience one hundred percent since the day I met Jalen. Right. Since the day I met Matt, um, coming to the class you had and then the the hopper dropper class you guys did, which you know, 
that fucking that's how I was landing fish this uh, couple weekends ago. Yeah. So Set you know what I mean. Flies and and, and, and so fish. like you know I I think you guys have been have done nothing but display the you know what it, what it should be man like you want like you said earlier you want to get people on the water catching fish you want to see people out there catching fish because we know what fishing means to us like what it what it does just you know me and Matt were talking again earlier about how like sometimes fishing by yourself is just kind of that peace that serenity that you're looking for and you get to answer all the problems inside your, your head that are stewing and you know get some good you know you know thoughts and and, and meditation and you know, I think it's important for everybody to kind of experience that. Sure. And people get it from different ways, and it might not be fishing, right. but it might be. Right. And you might not know yet. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, you know, AJ recently, Trout Fest. Yeah. Brand just big and bold on that on that beautiful uh, scoreboard there, man. Right, right. Man, how was that? Man, it was uh, really a, a really blessing, a true blessing for the shop. You know, since opening the shop, I've made connections with, like, people that I could have only dreamed of, like, fishing with, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I met <laughs> – these both guys <laughs> point each other. Uh, I met a guy, Kyle Perkins. Shout out, Kyle, um, who works for uh, Trout Unlimited here in Colorado. Um, I started cutting his hair, and that's kind of how I got connected with Trout Fest. You know, he was the one running the whole show, and, um, you know, I had asked him how I can get a boot there, and he was like, man, you know, he was – throughout the whole process, he was super supportive – you know, we're here to support you guys. I know you're a new business, but we want you guys here no matter what it takes. And so made us feel really welcome. And uh, the whole day was just was just insane. You know, I, I told the guys, we're either going to do, like, one haircut or we're going to do a lot of haircuts. I don't think it's going to be any in between. Like, yeah. we're going to be busy or we're not. And people, you know, are going to either get it or they're not. And uh, for the most part, there was a lot of questions. And, you know, but once they kind of understood our vision and what we were doing, um, man, it was it was crazy, man. We we ended up having a wait list. I only I was only allowed one chair, you know, a six six foot by three booth, um, one barber chair. But uh, we ended up getting a waiting list, man. I had my my two barbers with me, and we had to have I had to send JoJo shout out JoJo Tejano Joe Big Joe Big Rig Joe. I had to send JoJo to the shop to grab another chair so we could <laughs> put a chair behind the booth and you know get everybody knocked out and. Um, it was really a, a great experience, you know, a lot of anglers. Um, there was a lot of people there that, that weren't anglers, and, you know, they were interested as well. But already from that show, we've already brought customers back, and that's huge for us. Um, uh, George today cut two different guys from Trout Fest. Um, I had a guy come. It's really, it was really a blessing, man. And then one of my dreams and, and goals, you know, and I, I, I've said this to several friends, you know. Um, I, I mentioned this to my friend Alina a few years ago, but I was telling her, I was like, one day I'm going to have my my business on the Jumbotron. And this was before Cutthroat Barbers and Angus. This is when I owned AJ's All-American. I go, one day I'm going to have my brand, my barbershop brand. Some way, somehow, I'm going to have it at Coors Field on that Jumbotron. And so when <laughs> I saw that picture up there, I mean, that was just a special moment for me in itself, man. Like Sometimes you got to speak that, that shit into I existence, just man. I was like, man. And so man. I had a messenger. I was like, do you remember when I told you that? She was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Yeah. She was like, that is just phenomenal. She was like, I remember the day you told me that. And so, um, man, that was just really big for us, man. The, the whole show was really dope, and we met a lot of cool people. I made a, a, a crap ton of connections there. You know, uh, Trout Routes was right next to us. I got to meet those guys. Uh, Cheeky was there. They they showed a lot of love. So a lot of different uh, companies were there. It was really, really a dope event. We're really happy to be a part of it, and we look forward to that. And I'm going to say one more thing about that Uh um, I actually met the national rep from Georgia who 
wants us to be on a national scene with Trouts Unlimited. So still waiting for a phone call or email <laughs> from them, but she was just like super excited for what we were doing. And so it's a unique we'll concept, see. dude. Yeah. It's a very unique concept. And um, I don't, I, I don't know of another one. I've kind of, right. I've kind of looked a little bit, but maybe, you know, I definitely don't know another one here in Colorado right. and, you know, tying in the fly shop now and then bringing these guys that have a lot of passion for, for, for fishing and for fly fishing and not just fishing, but outdoors, right. you know, um, outdoor sports, getting these guys involved in, in various ways and, and getting the, you know, getting the community, you know, access that maybe they wouldn't have had, or right. maybe they just don't hit up the, the website or the phone to, to try to gain exactly. that access. So, right. Um, Jalen, man, you know, you a lot of classes, a lot of guiding. What, what, what have you been up to with that, man? Is there anything that stands out over the last, over the summer that, as far as trips go, that that really uh, hit hard or, or you know, brought you a bunch of excitement? Or I mean, honestly, uh, that was today. Today it was uh, not really one of the easier days that you have. Um, family shows up. They said we got some kids. I mean, I just don't really ask the age. I just grab my kids' waders because guess what? We're taking the kids fishing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think they had uh, 7, 10, 13, 18-year-old, you know? Okay. 13, 18-year-old, no problem. We're good there. 10-year-old, if they can get it down, they're going to catch fish, and they did. And then seven-year-old, I mean, I'm just going to hook a fish probably. Yeah, <laughs> hook a fish and let him fight and let it. him, let him. Yeah. yeah. And that's why exactly what we did. And Here obviously he loved it. He was seven years old. I mean, I had the smallest pair of waders. <laughs> I have to tie the boots to his feet. Like, <laughs> you're like you're hoping Wrap there's enough room for the little booty on the, uh, <laughs> that's what you call on the sock of the bottom of the waders. You're hoping that that is, has enough room. And he was walking around. We took a bungee cord, put it around him twice, and, Oh my gosh! And yeah, he we just held on and catch fish. But I mean, the ten-year-old. I mean, it's not the easiest thing on the private property. You get the ten-year-old in the river a fish, but you could tell he fished before, which is super cool because someone that age usually doesn't have that focus. Yeah, yeah. So um, rigged him up, got him casting. Of course, it's like a whip. I'm like, oh my gosh! If the flies hit the water, just leave them. Boom! <laughs> and he he had that set down. I tell you that. And, Heck yeah. Um, I'm helping one of his sisters, and next thing you know. Boom, he look up, he's bent, fish on, you know, two guys over there, one guy help him on the reel, one guy get over the net, we're just talking him through it, and there he is, 10 years old, just boom, 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 right hand, and just doing go. his thing, so, like, it was pretty cool today, but when you have days like those, you know, but, I mean, there's been a lot of rain this year, so. Jay, tell him about Guy and Cade. Okay. Cunningham. Oh, yeah. Um, this dude forgets. Like, he gets the number one pick out on the water. <laughs> yeah, well, draft. Like, yeah, what, of two, course. Two, years ago, Kate Cunningham, $50 million. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, he's like the that point, contract. Yeah, point guard for the Pistons. 6'8 uh, point Yeah, right? he, he was cool and everything. Uh, took him and his family out. But, again, I mean, to me, it's just normal work and taking people out. But, yeah, he was he was cool. He was tall, obviously. Um, I told him to lift his arm up, and, damn, he almost touched the moon. <laughs> <laughs> he had no problem high-sticking it. No problem. Current. No That's problem. That's damn sure. Probably just um, a natural high-stick. Uh, yeah. Um, just I put mean, it over there, Cade. Your line's already off the wall. Him water. and his whole family, they were just natural learners. You could tell they all took instruction well. It was all cool. I mean, all the cool days like that that you do, everything. I mean, you have too many days like that. You really forget, you know, um, what goes on there's something cool about every day but you know getting the young kids on fish you know is really something you know yeah. 
the kids jumping up and down screaming, I got a fish, got a fish, got a fish. And I mean, you know, you hear it all the time, but I mean, when you see these kids jumping up and down, I mean, sometimes they fish for an hour, two hours, five hours, eight hours. And I mean, every fish, they're just happy. You know, they learn something. They always tell you. Well, and if you start them young, they're, they're more likely to, to, to continue on with it going yeah. forward too in their life. Right. Um, Matt, you know, we you've opened the shop. You know, you got some new, you know, some new things going on, uh, classes and, and stuff like that. But you also guide too, right? Yeah. So uh, it was just funny, like Jalen saying with the kids and stuff last night, or like Kate's family taking everything, like coming easy to him. I had an astrophysicist yesterday on the water. So like you told that guy one thing, it was like boom in his mind, like he got it. Like we're gonna have <laughs> no problems. This guy's gonna catch fish. Like I knew in the first like three minutes. It wasn't going to be one of those days where, you know, they're just trying to put it together in their mind. It's going to take all day to get it. Like, you right. know, this kid was smart as hell. And I was like, all right, this is going to be an easy day. And, you know, and his dad already fished a little bit. So it was like, you like those days on the water. today. You know, right now, water temperatures going down, uh, up and water levels are going down. Couldn't be more perfect time to fish. I mean, Jalen knows on creeks and stuff right now. It's just if you don't catch 20 fish, you know, you – we probably need to hang out with us or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Give, give I, mean, I didn't catch twenty <laughs> fish when I went out. So, <laughs> so, so, so do you, do you take my drift here? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Believe me. Yeah. I think <laughs> something off topic though. Jalen can make a really good breakfast. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I do. I do love that food on the water. That was food, dope. Breakfast. I know why. That was lunch. Dope. I mean. Uh, I mean, there's a saying out there: you don't bring them to soggy salmon. You gotta just, you gotta cook something good. Yeah. People remember that. I yeah. mean, and that could be a reason that someone comes back. I mean, don't think that every day I'm out there just catching a ton of fish. I mean, you know, a lot of one to three fish days, and you're just like, dang, I got that one. I'm happy with that client. You know, yeah. their buddies upstream just having a whole day to themselves, and you know. Well, that's the, that's the one thing I noticed that one time going out with you was um, you didn't hardly fish at all. Like you were making sure everybody kind of knew what they were doing. Um, you were you were making breakfast for for several different people, um, you know, and and just kind of making sure folks, you know, really got to fall in love with with fly fishing, man. And well, like if to, I mean to piggyback off of that, like, and that just really goes back out to like why I do it. I don't go out there to sit there and watch myself catch another fish. I've caught these fish. I really go out there to have someone see a new experience. Like, you know, my brain's messed up. All I need to see is a bobber go under and a fish running away. And I just think it's, <laughs> I could just watch that. It's just amazing. I just, I'm trying to look for it in the wood floor right now. Just go away. Yeah. I mean, people say like, I mean, I could tell when your bobber twitches, a, a, you know, a hundredth of an inch. I mean, I'm just mm. like set and boom, there's a fish. But like, and I'm, I, my brain is just tangled to understand what that bobber is doing and that certain depth of water flow whatever's going down in that river that day but i mean and then like to try to teach a new person is just mm. that's cool <laughs> dude i mean hearing you talk about it bro you can definitely tell that you know there's passion about it and i i mean you know i i, I would love to be able to just go out on the river and be like hey this is where you go right there mm -hmm. now set that hook but you'll get there. But I mean, right, right, right. It's just, it's just, it's yeah, just it's a number of repetitions, right? Uh -huh. Like, like anything, anything success is found in repetition, right? So, you know, it's just about getting out there and doing it. So that's it's real cool, man. That you're free with with your knowledge and you guys. Um, but I remember the day that you came out with me. It was pretty chilly in the morning, and we were we were out there on the riffle. 
and I knew it was pretty dark, right? We got there early. It wasn't the sun hadn't hit the water yet totally. No. And I, like I said, the fish hit right before yeah. that sun hits the water, and then they're going to stop for a little bit. I know that first fish, I looked down, and you said fish on, and that thing was flopping with his mouth only out the water, and the mouth was big. And I, <laughs> we put that in the net, and you were like, that's what we're doing today? Yeah. That's, Is that the one I lost? Uh, that, that very, very <laughs> first one was the one AJ lost. I wasn't going to bring it up. Oh, man. I knew you were. But that's karma, though. You know, I shouldn't have been talking that shit. <laughs> um, no, nah, but that's that's true though, man. Like you know, it it definitely. Um, I the backstory to that was, you know, I was talking shit to to my buddy Matt, and he's like, you know, he's guaranteed to catch a fish, or he give you your money back, that's dude. What, what do you think? Sure, and he right, goes, yeah. I go, I go. He says guaranteed to, to land it. He didn't say necessarily like if I caught one, <laughs> you know, and I got it to my feet, I'm okay with that. That's catching it. That's and and release. and fucking first fish, dude. First fish I get on. Definitely felt like a nice one. AJ tried to rush over to get to get the net on it to help me out. Um, and fucking fish just spits the hook right there by the net. And oh, dude, it was it was heartbreaking. And then I thought about it, I was like, that's for talking that shit. That's for talking that shit. And and after that, it, after that, it was fine. Like I I landed fish and and Jay put me on a bunch of fish that day, man. And and put everybody on, man. Everybody was catching fish, dude. Like it was a great time. Um, so yeah, it's definitely one of those ones where I definitely won't forget as my first fly fishing experience, my first fly, you know, a, a fish that I caught on the fly, you know, with a fly rod or whatever. So, uh, it's definitely one of the ones that I remember and it, and it lit a little fire for me with, with getting out on that river more with the fly rod. So, sure. yep. I mean, there's levels to fly fishing too. I mean, like Jalen said, it's so cool to see like a kid catch a fish. It's so cool to see anyone catch their first fish on a fly rod. Then it's like, it's really cool to see someone catch their first really big fish. Yeah. And it's really cool to see someone go out <laughs> on the creek one day and just absolutely kill it on their own like you're just with them you don't have to guide them anymore and like boom, sure. 20 fish. I, I got a funny story for that too because uh if anyone knows matt's this not from, matt's not from colorado and there's a little spot that we like to go to and hit some nice fish and you want to <laughs> talk about someone catching a fish that they never caught before we went and kept chasing these rainbows and browns that were big. And the first day, it was the first day that I ever took my dog fishing. Oh, my god! And so we took my dog down the hill. I walked him across the water. Like, my dream was to take rigs fishing. I had never taken him yet. This so we went down the hill. I hooked into these two beautiful fish, take pictures with my dog. I was like, that's the craziest thing. Matt goes that day. <laughs> no fish and matt hates driving early waking up early <laughs> we get home matt tells me he was like let's go back tomorrow and i'm like you know me i'm going i'll go fishing yeah, tomorrow let's go it, matt dude he and i was like i'm not driving matt drove that next day we cruise up there and then uh I same thing he was he was i was sitting up there with some friends you know looking at the clouds, whatever we were doing, and then next thing oh, you know, know what they were doing. I hear Matt, <laughs> fish on! <laughs> Get your asses down fish here. Fish on! Like, I know it's Colorado. Get your asses down and here. I'm not going to lie. Where we're fishing, you have to net it with two people. You net it with one person, you're dead. There's an ice shelf that you would, dead. I literally could not navigate. Dead. Like oh, no, wow. no one, no one. If you fell in, it would you're, go. You're like, done. Because the ice freezes over the water, and then and what where happens, the shoots, that, that Water will run under. Yeah. Oh, so if you okay. fell in, you'd be, old. you'd be cold. But I'm telling you, yeah, Matt was. Over I mean, it. this fish is dead to rights, right? I fought it long enough. Uh -huh. It's under the ice shelf. But I'm like, someone mm. needs to get their fucking ass over <laughs> here because I literally can't net it. It's impossible for mm. me to net it without 
probably going down river. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, whatever. Uh, so I'm sitting there. And, yeah, so whatever. So this 26 said, Chief, inch, come eight this pound shit. fish for me, yeah. or you know, I'm gonna be pissed. And it was seven degrees. Yeah. Me and Jalen are playing. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. We're playing Skippo in the car for an extra hour because we're like, we're not going out. It's way too cold. Let's let's let the sun come out and. We're playing Skippo, and then finally, you know. Some, someone pulled up, and I had to go ahead and put yeah, on my race. Like, all right, we are out down the hill. Ten minutes later, I think I hooked into that fish. I, I, I can't. Jalen found some smoking buddies up from Steamboat that he wanted to, <laughs> he wanted to go upstream with. So that's why I had to scream for someone. Jalen got lost in the trees? Yeah, Jay, no, I but, think it was one of those guys, too. You didn't even net that shit. Yeah, no, it was one yeah, of the guys. Yeah, but, yeah, well, back to the story. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was it was one of the steamboat no. guys. They came running down. I was like, thank you, Lord. Because I had already been down there the day before, and I had already caught my fish, but yeah. I just want to go sit outside. I'm weird. I mean, I don't even care. I just don't want to be inside, so I'm going outside. So I'm just sitting there. I, when I'm telling you, day two of fishing on a relaxed day, after I catch a fish and you see me kicked up on the riverbank, I was sitting there like, boom, back chewing and everything. And then next thing you know, fish on, I'm like, oh, can one of you guys go get that? And then like, here comes some young kid, all happy to see a rainbow in the water, running down there. I'm he like, was running down to me. Running down, and he netted it. And I come walking, moseying down there like, finally, we ain't got to come back and do this again. Bro, you got to be a bad mofo to net a big fish by yourself. And that's something I learned about fly fishing. Yeah. I've lost a lot of big fish that I just couldn't it's get tough. by myself. For sure, I bet, dude. Especially oh, just, man. you know, fuck, dude, you get a little tired. Yeah. When it, the heavier that fish, and like, then you got the working rod, that up. Rod rod is that long, up. and yes. you know what I mean? And, like, your line it's it's just tough. Trying to do like this here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You want to know what's even worse than not being able to net your own fish because of the circumstances? Is when you have a net man that just doesn't understand. Uh, I'm telling you, I've seen more botched net jobs botches. on fish. And I'm telling you, the fish is just right there. Dude. AJ. <laughs> <laughs> I lost one for you and Sam. You just got you just got to set the net under it and lift up. You know, you're fighting it. Yep. If you're attacking the fish with the net, no. Yo, Seth yeah. did that to me at uh, Jurassic Park the other day at the Blue River. I, I, we were fishing all day, nothing. And I finally, boom. I'm on a big fish, too. This thing comes airborne. I'm like, oh, bro. And Sess is like, it's a monster. I'm like, yeah, I know it's a monster. <laughs> so, it, you know, it, I'm, I'm fighting this fish, and it starts going towards Sess. And he has the perfect angle to net it. Sess takes a step. Ankles freaking sprains, and he goes in the water. <laughs> oh, no. Hits the fish on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking knocked the hook out for <laughs> yeah. Gone. Oh, bro, uh, I wanted to break my fly right over my freaking... <laughs> I, I told him, man. too, why that happens so much is, like, everyone gets too damn excited. Yeah. Like, yeah. Me, me and Jay, it's like, act like you've been there before. Right. Like, we've netted so many big fish, either whether we caught them or netted them for someone else. It's like, you just wait, right? You just yeah. wait for the right time. But people get in there, and they're, like, so jacked and so amped, all these yeah. And it's like, bro, just, I mean, just sometimes, get the hell out of the river. Sometimes like, you're just going to slip a hook, you know? <laughs> right. like, yeah, I don't, and that happens, too. Yeah. I really don't know what to tell you on some of them. A lot of people... Really just lose a fish and they want to find something to blame it on. No, it's just going to slip, but bad net, man. You getting all the blame. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And like I, that same day, I got to, I got to, uh, I can't finish the story without, it was kind of my fault because earlier that day, I, I did the same thing to Seth. So, oh. so he was just getting so that revenge, was on, just getting that revenge uh, on me. Seth, that one was for you. I wasn't was going like, to leave that. Oh, I got you, AJ. I got, I got you. <laughs> Yo, before we go on, man, I want to make sure I give a shout out to Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers. 
here on 38th and Pierce in Wheat Ridge. AJ the Chef leads a team of excellent barbers providing all the latest cuts in men's hair fashion. The fellas at Cutthroat take the art of barbering to the next level. They got a chair open for you. Visit cocutthroat.com and book yourself a service. Shout out to AJ and his team over here at Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers. Make sure you follow them on all their socials, Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers. Or cocutthroat.com. Also, we've been talking about it. Opened up here in the shop, just behind where they do all the cutting. You've got Canyon Fly Shop. Uh, make sure you guys come down here, see Matt. Come, you know, come pick up some of this knowledge. Come see some of the flies he's got, man. Some of this dope gear. Really cool shirts he's got hanging up. These nets, man. There's all kinds of fun stuff in here. If you're new to the sport or if you've been fishing for years, there's something here for you. So make sure you guys come check it out. Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers and the Canyon Fly Shop right here at 38th and Pierce in Wheat Ridge. Had to get that. Had to get that out the way, fellas. I got to do that because you know what? Thank you. That was dope. Thank you. Yeah, that was good. Hey, you guys. AJ, you've always shown a lot of love to what to yeah. what we do with the with the podcast and just yeah. and to us in general. And then, like I said, Jalen, Matt, you guys have definitely showed a ton of love, and that's why I wanted to put this with this little thing together with, in Dom's absence and um, kind of get out, talk fishing a little bit. Um, on that, obviously, there's some challenges to fishing in the summer, especially late July, early August. The weather gets hot. Um, water kind of you're talking about the water levels are going down sometimes the water levels go down a little bit too far yeah puts a lot of stress on the fish yep. um how many challenges or how many challenges has as um you know the unusual wet summer in late spring kind of brought on this year because i know that's not typical for here in colorado um how has it you know provided challenges in terms of water levels and um finding the right spots to catch the fish and how does it affect your guiding at all um, I mean, really, it's just uh, there was like probably a two or three week period. I don't really carry a rain jacket. I don't care for a rain jacket, but I carried a rain jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people are going to come out and fish. People are from out of town. People don't pay money and say, yo, I want to go home for the day. Like when it's raining cats and dogs and we got to chill, I'll sit in the car. I mean, whatever, for an hour, two hours, and I'll let them make the decision. But, yeah. um, you know, even if it goes, you know, I'll give try to give them a little bit of extra fishing time. You know, that's where the struggle comes in, makes you a little bit tired. You come in trying to be a good person, trying to make sure everyone gets some fish. But, I mean, other than it just raining, keeping the rivers a little bit higher than normal, it caused some problems. You know, early runoff, you know, you got a lot of people trying to book and they're calling and asking, hey, Jalen, I want to go fish the Colorado River. That's my favorite spot. Yep. Bro, I'm telling you, Snoop Dogg was on the river yep. for um, two months just making it. It was so high. <laughs> I was wondering where he's going. Yeah. I, I love was, it. I was, I, was like, I was like, was he really on the river? What yeah. was he catching? Oh, <laughs> is he and like, like throwing streamers that was, on the back That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, I love it. No, I mean, obviously that one, that's just a running joke. It's not even my joke, I don't think. So it was Jalen on the bank while Matt was trying to catch a fish. High. <laughs> yes. yes, that's that's yeah. what it was. And then you saw Land my motherfucking well, fish, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Matt, what about you, man? Is it is it uh provided some challenges so far? Yeah, so what you really run into is just uh you know, for about a month there, you know, less less trips going out in general, especially like you know, the people the last couple years that have got into fly fishing, they know enough now to know like you don't want to fish when it's mm. pouring rain or when the water is really high, like you know. Yeah. Uh, so like through our shop in Boulder, you know, just less trips booked, um, and then the other challenges it presents is once you get them out on the water, think about it. 
all day, every day, your only option is the one bank. Okay, so any pocket on that bank is just getting fished over every single day. And what, he, what he's getting at right there is you can't cross. Is depending yeah. depending on where you're going, you're not crossing. You're not, you're not crossing. Yeah. Yeah. So so every, think about it. Every day, whether it's Joe Schmo fishing or Mr. Guide fishing after his work day or your trip going out, your group going out, you're hitting the same little pocket that everyone's hit all day. Every day because they don't have they have zero other options, right? Got you. Okay. So it's not necessarily that the, that the fish are like super turned off that they won't eat. It's just they've been caught or they've been or they're it's been in, so pressured or they're in an area that you're, is unavailable to you or gotcha. even too at that time of year the water is cold because okay. um, it's a ton of snowmelt. So they're they're not their metabolism is not high yet as far as now right now it's perfect. Like once it gets to like sixty degrees in the water, they're just turning. They are eating every bug like available to them and they know that right they're smart enough to know like this is when you eat this is when the bugs are here and they're just going crazy right so once you get to this point that water starts coming back down the water temperature starts going up to that perfect level um then that was when it's fun to fish like jay said you just yeah. go out for a month month and a half and you know you know especially if you're on a creek uh you you just know your clients are getting fish like you don't even have to worry about it you just you just roll to the to the river, you know, like with your coffee or with whatever, you're just like, you're not like stressed about getting them on the water like super fast or getting them off the water like at any time. You're just like, oh, it's going to be fine. Most most clients like, right, Jay, they like call their trips early this time of year because after like two and a half hours, they've had enough fun, right? They've caught oh. enough fish and they're like, we're good. Like, yeah. So <laughs> it all goes, it all goes, depends on your people for the day. But I mean, yeah, if you can get people on fish quick, you're chilling. But, I mean, you also got your people every now and again. I mean, they're just like. You want every last minute. They, they don't <laughs> want to leave. I pay for this. We're not, tipping you, we're not tipping you until we get every second of fishing. I mean, it's like, and it's fine. I don't really, I don't really care. But, cool. like, I mean, I was fishing, you know, just three days ago on a trip. And, I mean, these people were stumping some nice fish. And I was just like, they were like, yeah, I think we're ready to get off the boats. And I'm like, cool, these people are done. Like, there was a six-person group. Four of the people were like, yo, we're ready for dinner. Two of the people were like, hey, what time is it? Oh, yeah, we're going down to the next lake. We still got 45 minutes. And one guy was like, but the dinner place closes. And they were like, okay, how about we just go down there and catch one more fish? Well, then... You already know that's a wrap. She goes down there, catches one more fish. It's the biggest fish of the day. <laughs> I told you we should have stayed longer. <laughs> so you guys mentioned the rising waters present challenges. What is it like when the water starts falling, you know, a little bit too low or it's starting to get a little too hot outside? Um, obviously, it, it, it shortens the window on, on when you can catch fish or when you should be fishing anyway. Yeah. Um, is, is that equally as challenging or is it just a different challenge in itself? I mean, I'd rather have it low than high. I've always said that for fishing, but like stay out of the middle of the day, both for pressure on the fish and like their mortality and like keeping them safe and keeping them healthy. But then also too, I mean, like, I mean, you just shouldn't be out there in the middle of the day as far as like the sun's beating down on you, the fish are pressured, uh, the fishing's not going to be as good in the middle of the day. You know, go early in the morning, go late in the evening. Like once it go, gets too low, too hot. There's definitely alpine lakes that you can fish all year round. Creeks. I mean, yeah. there's, there are rivers that you do have to go a little bit further that you can fish all year round that just don't see those temperatures. But 
Yeah, they. I was going to say that too. This this season brought a lot of guys on the lake. You know, a lot of more still water fishing too. Yeah, I know opening day spinning was great. Kind of forced there because of the high water and all the rivers and streams and stuff. It's like fish high alpine, fish spinnies, Mm. fish. uh, You know, like eleven mile, antero, whatever. So you guys kind of went into it with talking about the the alpine (laughs) lakes or the higher creeks and, and streams. Um, I, I'm, I'm guessing those are the best spots to fish. This it, When it really starts getting hot outside, them are the best spots to fish. Just, just in general, getting up in higher elevation, getting Cold a little water. bit cooler. The Cold water's water, a lot yeah. cooler. Um, yeah. do, you, do you see a lot of people getting out uh, at, the, at them lakes that are a little bit further away or a little bit higher in elevation? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I mean back in the day, you would catch a cutthroat up in one of these high alpine lakes, and people were just, like, amazed. I mean, I've been catching cutthroat my whole life, so whatever. I see another cutthroat. It's cool. I'm just looking for these big red bands look like fire trucks. <laughs> but, I mean, the pressure that I've seen at some of the high alpine lakes that I've gone to and I used to see, I mean, when I say I used to go to these lakes and, like, park on a piece of dirt and i was like man can i even park here yeah but now you go there and i'm just like everybody's talking about the lakes everybody's talking about the names and um even these places where i'm like nah that person won't find it and next thing you know there's 10 people 10 15 see and i guess that's what's i guess that is that has changed a lot because i mean yeah i remember from just even like five years ago um people were less you know less inclined to take that longer drive so if you can drive out three hours to somewhere um, you were you were probably going to be alone or only a couple people out there. Now you drive three four hours and you're like, oh shit, place is full. Everybody, you know, had, I, everybody you know, had the same idea. Adding on to that, I went to a Taylor Reservoir <clears throat> a week or two ago, and you know, as a kid, you know, we'd go up there and it was it was like you said, three four hours away. So it was hard to get up there. Not everybody went. But dude, I couldn't believe how packed it was. Man. Yeah, I was just like. What the hell? You know, everybody from Texas. And I love Texas. Don't, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. But <laughs> I'm like, where are all these Texans coming from? How do they find out about this spot? But, man, it was. Uh, as long as they get a cut and come to the fly that, shop. That's, pick up you know what? Yeah, that's right. Come on in. Come get a cut. That's come right. On, that's right, Texas. Texas. We love you. Let's go. Come, yeah. come get a cut. Get a yeah, fly. Yeah, let's yeah. get that um, hair right and get that fly right. But I was right. fishing. Uh, the, you know, I went and fished the lower tailor. And, I, you know, it's always going to be packed down there shoulder to shoulder. But. You went back down to your family's uh, place yeah, um, so, a couple yeah. times now, right? I was right? going to talk about the Conejos a little bit because, you know, that's uh, southern, the San Luis Valley, so southern Colorado is, is still uh, one of those places where you don't, I don't think you get as much traffic. And um, maybe I've already said too much, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, it's uh, so freaking far away. Yeah. You guys don't want to go down there. AJ had to travel two Five days just to get exactly. there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. yeah, and well, then people some, are backwards. They don't no. <laughs> There's some really great spots down there, really great fishing, man. You know, you got the guys from La Otra Banda Ranch. If you get a chance, look them guys up. Um, Yo, if you can't say that name, you can't <laughs> go. I'm not going to look it up either. I'm not going to be able to look Shout it out up, Willie so and Chuck Catencio, man. Those <laughs> so guys are the real deal. That. But if you're, in those, uh, if you're in those parts, they'll take you on a really, really awesome guided trip on, on their ranch. It's La Otra Banda. La Otra Banda. <laughs> <laughs> Check them out. But, no, the, the San Luis Valley is great. Um, kind of going back into the, you know, the rivers just being really full and running really fast. The last two times I went through this summer, I was in, unable to fish the Conejos, which is right in our backyard. It was just too fast, man. You know, got you. I got one hit on a, on a big streamer. Um, I lost a big brown story of my life you know Seth actually was able to catch him nice I've lost a few big browns in my day too but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we you know we we got to fish this last time at Los Pinos Creek and uh, 
You guys caught some nice ones. Awesome. Man. Yeah. Man. Nothing that's huge, but just all day action. And uh, dude, that's sometimes that's that's just as good as catching a biggie, right? Yeah, like, exactly. would you, would you rather catch one one nice fatty, right. or like you know four or five six average? Exactly. I, yeah, I seen the pictures of the creek that you were on too. I mean. Those fish had to been squared right up in that bubble line, right, yeah, where, right oh, where they yeah. were supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, and we were hitting them in the fast water. Yeah. I'm talking like you know, I took some of the, the lessons that this guy yeah. taught me, and I was you know, we I shortened up my indicator. You know, we put a little heavier weight on there. And they move up into that fast water. I, we literally yeah. had my indicator maybe eight inches above my fly. Doesn't matter. It yeah. was boom, boom, nice. boom. It was one after another. And like it worked out really well for us. Hell yeah, dude. Um, so AJ, let's talk about things coming up, right? That's what yeah. I want to get into with you yeah, guys. Definitely. I know you guys got some classes coming up. Yeah. You know, obviously some fun stuff coming up. But with you, I saw the other day on on, on Instagram, you had Channel Seven up in yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. So that I got to give more credit to Matt for that. Matt had a connection over there. He was able to, he was able to well, get Chica, that connection. Action. Yeah, they picked us up yeah. with the news segment. Yeah. So that's what's up. But yeah, they ended up doing a segment on uh, the fly shop and the barber shop, which is going to air. Uh, Thursday on Channel 7 at, uh, I think, sometime in the morning. Thursday, yeah, 45 Thursday July morning. 27th. Um, uh, so by the time this comes out, it's going to already have aired, I think, yep, because yeah, I'm going to exactly. drop this. It'll probably be Sunday yeah. morning. So you could but go on Denver 7 and look up the video or yeah. the YouTube page. It's at denverchannel.com, I believe. Make sure you guys go look for that yeah. because I'm, I'm very interested to see. I mean, right. you've had a couple of different little video shots, just little things yeah. going on here. and. Dude, it's awesome to see, you know, you're buzzing over here, man. You're right. buzzing like yeah. you're buzzing like the woods when For the sure. bugs are out just making all the noise they want, man. Right. So um it's it's very, very cool to see, man. And right. you know, I think I think everyone, you know, just dreams to to find some success, man. And it's right. good to see people are taking taking note um to what you guys got going on over here. Uh right. Jalen, what about you, man? What you got going on coming up? Guiding. <laughs> yeah. Guiding every day. Guiding. Hell yeah. Yeah, nothing new. I mean, but it's summer. That's a summer rip. I mean, if I ain't got a trip booked, I'm looking to book one, and I'm trying to stare at that water. Is there any is there any, any trips coming up? And you don't have to give, like, details, like, who's, but is there any trips coming up that you, that, that you got on your calendar? You're like, yeah, this is going to be a good one. Shit, tomorrow? Because yeah. every day is a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, yeah, tomorrow I'm going to private property. <laughs> yeah, so he, he's, he lives, he's like on Disneyland every day. He's just yeah, that, I need to talk to you about man. that, man. Right. So, I mean, it's not always easy every day, but, I mean, it's rewarding. And, I mean, it's less pressure, so obviously it's easiest meant for people to have a higher success rate. But um, and if you got an extra six hundos in your pocket, yeah, he'll take you. Take <laughs> <laughs> about, wait, how's, how's the tiger trout up there this year? Tiger trout's good. Still Always. pumpkin tiger trout's up Always. Right, yes, okay. yes. There we go. That's why you want to be there. That's why we all want right. to be there. I mean, I love those fish. Those are awesome. Those I are caught color. a tiger trout this year that I didn't. I thought it was a lake trout, and uh, it was like pale, Yeah, and I, like some guys were messaging me like, dude. I've tried to fish for those for 20 years, and I've been, un- been a- unable to catch one. So, And I just caught it messing around, just fishing. I I've only no seen idea. one caught. Oh. Uh, my son, we, we were on our way to Grand Junction, and I stopped at Officer's Gulch. It's a place that mm-hmm. I've always fished as a yeah. kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fished oh, there yeah. tons of time as a kid. And um, my son got into a little – it was probably like six inches, seven inches. But, but it was it a was, tiger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your son caught it? Yeah, Ooh, my little guy caught it. It may have been wild. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd imagine so. It, a it, six inch. It was acting, where there's brookies and browns. It was acting out for sure. Okay, it, it was <laughs> the the doubter always. Well, I don't think they stock officers' golds. I don't know. I thought they did with brookies. Did, do brookies they? and rainbows? I don't know. I don't know. I'd have I'll to go look. 
No sale. All I know is it's what we caught. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. you know, and then we, can, you know, it was, it was great for my son because he never caught one. But, yeah, those, those are cool-looking fish, cool. bro. Really cool. Those are, those are definitely cool-looking fish. Sure. I think that cuddy that my boy Matt caught, that thing was it had, had a lot of color to it. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was yeah. a beautiful fish, you know. I like catching brookies. The biggest brookie I caught, I caught a two-pound brookie up on the uh, yeah, on the Grand Mesa, that, yeah. on Grand Junction. Yeah, that's so awesome. out there, it get like 105 Orange degrees. We go up to the mesa and fucking caught, hooked into a little fatty, bro. Yeah. And it, it was cool. I was, I don't eat fish, and it was I ate this one, cooked it up, and <laughs> so delicious, dude. But I mean, it was fun, bro. Like those, really? I'm, yeah, I did, Jam. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's gonna be on my fish color. Yeah, I know. Tomorrow. Listen. <laughs> Listen, Jalen. Hey, this is this is before I knew what I knew, yeah. right? That's great. Hey, man. No, but Jalen's hey, no, no, no. like, I'm about to stay. You know what? I'm, gonna, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I like to eat trout. You know, I don't, not necessarily, I ha, you know, I haven't, I haven't cooked one up in a long time. But um, there was a big post on, you guys probably saw on the, the Facebook page about this, but you know, it, it, it's it's legal to to harvest trout. You know, yeah. as long as you're following the Colorado no rules, like you know, if you want to keep them, keep them. Keep a trout. You know what I'm saying? Like, put one on the grill, fry that bad boy up. If it's you know, it's there, wrong with there's that, like right? a fine line, right? Like, there's like a fine line between where a fish has earned its its time in that water, like, right. and and versus like you know the fish ha- you know hasn't been around long, and you know I try to tow that. I don't I I, I don't eat fish. Like, I'm not a big fish person. I, you know, I'll fuck up some cod here and there, some halibut here and there. But I'm not just not a big a big fish person. And um, I think with catching that one, you know, I've, I've, I've always heard, like, brook trout and brown trout taste different than rainbow trout. And I think that's pushed, it put, pushed me off from rainbow. It's like, I, I've tasted rainbow trout, and I'm like, ah, whatever. Mm, yeah. You know, and this one was unique, and, it, you know, it had, you know, the pink, pink meat, almost mm. looked like salmon. You know mm. what I mean? And But, um, you know, I, I don't know, man, like, if, if if it's a monster, that thing's earned its right to live in that right. water. I'm putting that thing back. You sure, know, I've, I've caught in five pound trouts that I put back in the water before up in up in, in Wyoming, and you know it's just like, hey, I'm not going to eat it, right. and I can take a picture of it if I want to get it mounted, yeah, right? Yeah. Like so, exactly. But I feel you, Jay. I feel you. No, I feel you. you harvest you harvest fish out the ocean. Um, I mean, I, I've harvested trout before. I mean, it's mm, not really. Mm, mm. <laughs> 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 hey, uh, hey, as long as you don't. Hey, leave I've, them, I've seen rigs eat one whole. Just yeah. as long as you don't leave them joints up in your freezer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's not going to get freezer. Of course, go there. of course, I've had. Uh, that, that was my a lot no, of just a lot of trial and error. A lot of a lot of. We all learn, right? We all grow as. But I think I think you learn a different respect for the fish. Though. Oh yeah, I think sure. I think as you learn more, um, it just I think you gain a different respect for fishing, but also right. like the ecosystem too. You know, and I remember I remember it started young with pops is like pick up your trash. Right. Like if you're coming to fish, we're sitting at the lake. We're yeah. leaving it better than when exactly. we got there. Pick your shit up and pack your shit out. Yep. Exactly. You know, and, and that evolves into other things, man. Because I think ultimately, I, I, I'll speak for you guys because I know just from talking to y'all, y'all feel this way. But I think we want as many people out there participating, you know, and we want them to have a great spot to be able to fish and, and, and to learn how to, you know, desire a passion for, for angling. And, I, you know, I, I think that, that goes hand in hand with that. And, you know, it, it's going to be the same way where you want to be able to preserve some of this, some of these big ass fish for other people to kind of exactly. take in and, exactly. and catch sure. and stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll tell you one thing. I just don't want people to be looking at dead fish on the river shore where I'm trying to 
fish. Yeah. That shit, well, and, and I think people, like, that goes to, like, people not knowing how to handle fish either, too. Just take care of them. Yeah. You know, how to get them off the hook, keep them in the water until you're ready to take the hook out, you know. Um, I, I think making sure they're, they're, they're swimming when you're, when you're releasing them, you know. Uh, we've all botched releases before, you know, and um, I, 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 think it's, I think it's just, I think it's people learning. Again, people learning how to, it, there's more to it than just putting some, some dough on your, ba- on your hook and throwing that shit out there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a whole lot, it, it's a whole, you know, different ball game when you start getting into um, just, just preserving what's already here, mm-hmm. preserving these cutthroats, you know. Some days fish are just going to, some days fish are just going to die. I was over down at Decker's this area up in the, uh, and I was just fishing the riffle with some dry flies. Boom, I hit a fish. I'm bringing it in, and I hit it, like, on his bottom jaw in a little weird area. I had a single dry fly on that day. I took my hook out. I'm telling you, I must have hit just, like, a bloody little artery in that fish. And it just, just gushed. Oh, my gosh. I was like, <laughs> I ca- like, I caught you on a dry fly. It would be one thing, like, if you swallowed a squirmy. That happens, like, maybe once a year. Mm-hmm. A fish would try to eat it, eat it, like they're naturally supposed yeah. to. It hit the back of their throat. I'm telling you, I hit a fish on a dry fly the other day, and it, I was like, oh, man, that fish down. I tried putting him in the water. I put him in the riffle, started swimming away. Boop, three minutes later, I'm like, oh, man, he done. Yeah. Still like shit, too. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, people, they were like, man, you, you really tried for, like, 25 minutes with that fish. I'm like, they were like, it was only, like, right. 14 inches. I'm like, bro, I really wanted him. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this question, though, see if you guys can answer this, because, you know, as a kid, Obviously, as a you know, original spin cast bait fisherman, we, we you know that happens often. Where yeah. you know you're fishing with a snell hook with a, some power bait and a worm, down and actually you know that hook is down the halfway down the, the yeah. fish's throat. Now, I later on in life, if you if you're, you know if you're fishing that way, was taught you just cut the the line and let the hook just go naturally. naturally. Go out. Yeah. That the the fish the trout will actually naturally digest the hook. Yeah, like it'll rust I don't, out I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if, if you guys want to. What do you like? You know, it's a tough one. I mean, there's can uh, it naturally digest a fly? You guys think? If, uh, if they go, I, I've always heard that it kind of disintegrates. To yeah, the point that's what where I've been. Kind of like comes free and like releases from them. Not mm. that they necessarily like ingest it mm. and stuff like that. But I guess we need to. But science. everybody's caught a fish with line hanging out of its butt, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. I've yeah. caught a fish with a, a so, fish full of, ba- of, of bait. You know? well, <laughs> but what I'm saying with that line hanging out, I mean, that means there's a fly stuck in there. Yeah. Who knows how long it's been in there. So, I mean, to a point, I do believe that, yeah, some of these hooks rust off, break off, um, and all that stuff. But, I mean, if these bait fishermen are fishing in the area and they say that I got to cut this hook and that fish is in regulation, you got to keep that fish. And even if you, you're having a good morning, you're like, I want to keep on fishing today. Like, that's your fish to keep, but I mean, yeah. if yeah. you're fishing in an area Adds where, limit. if you're fishing in an area where you have to release that fish, and you know, I don't know, it's, it's tough because if it does die, those fish float up right away. Those birds see it, and I'm telling you, those birds are eating them hooks next. Yeah, I, I don't mm. care if a hook disintegrates or not. That that's um, a good point. That so I'm at the point where depending on where I'm at, you know, I mean, if I kill fish, you know, I'll just throw. I think we need to get the division of wildlife in on this question. Yeah, get one, them, you know, get some expertise. Get some expertise. Is like say on a, like a, 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 a science know, experiment. A gold medal waters that happens. You know, was right. it better to throw well, the dead fish well, back in the water, or is it better to keep it? You know, that's that's a great great question yeah. to bring up. Yeah, I know. Depending on where you're at on gold medal waters, I hope you're not fishing bait. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, no, no I'm shit. About flies, so yeah. like, you, like a, it swallows a fly. Yeah. Like, well, that's or like you have that same instance where you, you hit an artery and that that fish is. Here's here's like another thing when you're fly fishing and depending like if you're on the water, if you're on the dream stream, say next thing you know, boom, you kill one of these beautiful rainbows that not that aren't supposed to really come out of there. If you know in your mind you weren't really doing something wrong and someone's coming out to check out that fish that it's not mangled in the face and you didn't beat it up, and I hit it with the dry fly and I killed this four pound, three pound rainbow that was so beautiful and I could show that like I didn't mishandle this fish or have it out the water, and, you know. But um, if you come up there and they're like, "Yo, yeah, you were using a spinner." And you mm. couldn't get it out, and yeah. you're just ripping its lips off. It's like yeah, that's a little bit different, it's right? Little, it's you know, it's I guess it's probably time and place with them, but I mean, they're watching. Yeah, for sure. Well, again, it's important to educate yourself too. Mm. It's important to figure out what you know what you should and shouldn't do. And you know, I know plenty of people that have been on on gold medal waters, fucking with a worm or some stupid shit. They're like, yeah, I caught this off a worm. I'm like dumbass, like yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you ain't supposed to be doing that shit, you know and. I think I think that's I mean I, to me that's like the biggest problem is when people either a like we used to see dudes and my dad used to have friends that do this shit uh, they'd bring all their kids with them fishing so they can catch fucking as many trout as possible <laughs> you know what I mean their bag limit went from fucking six to uh, eighteen yeah, yeah you know what I mean and and you know that's I mean that's poaching yeah that's no, no different than poaching especially if the kids don't give a fuck about fishing right. or if the kids don't care about keeping fish like yeah. you know. I, that, to me, that's poaching. In, in, in the same way, you know, fishing, you know, with, with illegal bait on, on waters where you're supposed to be fishing flies and lures only. Like, right. It's the same thing, man. That motherfucker got to feed all them kids, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give that homie a little grace. This was like, got six hey, sons out there. This was, like, this was like in the 90s, bro, where you can, you can feed. This was in the 90s where you can go right. to Taco Bell and feed a family of six yeah, for like five bucks, six, dude. Yeah, like right. five bucks, you feed the whole fam, bro. Now it's like right. ten. Ten bucks for fucking five dollars for one thing. If you're lucky. Quick little story. I was fishing one time. I was up there at uh, where was I? Uh, uh, right there, uh, not Carter Lake, right above Carter. Was it Pinewood? A flat iron <laughs> Pinewood. <laughs> I walk up to this dude. He's got the same thing. About ten kids, half of them throwing rocks in the water. I look down at a stringer. He's got about twenty suckers on that thing. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I was, you taking those home, doggy? Yeah. He goes, I'm killing them, and I was like, oh. We no. used to catch the suckers, and then like it, we'd use the sucker meat for to try to catch musky. Yeah, musky out of, yeah, like out of, yeah. uh, out of uh, flat iron or out of gross. Like <laughs> we used to buy the sucker meat to go to gross, but when we'd be at flat iron. It'd be the only thing that you can really do with those things, you know, besides throw, put we, it back. I, I yeah. catch one, cut my line, throw it in the bushes. They'd always fuck up, dude. They'd always get like fucking, they'd that. always get like hooked, all fucked up, dude. Yeah, and it's, I remember one time we were at Flatiron and my little brother caught him a nice ass sucker, dude. It was a really nice sucker. It's a and brown. And my, dad, my dad's like, you're not keeping that. And, oh, dad, like fucking yeah. gave him this whole thing. So finally, I don't know how, we convinced my dad to let him keep it. Oh, and. Man. Fucking had it in the bag, bro. My dad refused oh, to put it in the cooler. Refused. <laughs> and so my brother snuck it in the cooler. The next day, though, we come, dude, and something got into the fucking cooler and, and ripped the bag up and the fish was gone. Uh, and so my dad's like, yeah, I think a raccoon got into the cooler. And now that I got older, I was like, hey, Pops, you fucking got in that cooler. <laughs> Pops was the raccoon. <laughs> At night, you just see him. Hey, hey, that's how he fucking knew, right? That's how he knew. It's like, man, I know I know, raccoons got that little extra, little that little opposable thumb on. Almost pops, but I definitely ain't getting no goddamn lock cooler, man. Uh, pops was cracking a beard. Hey Mario, I'm sorry that Mario, I'm sorry that you had to find out this oh, way, but man. I think pops threw your fish away, bro. Oh, that's awesome. 
Oh man, um, Matt, what do you guys got coming up here in terms of classes? Uh, I know I've seen a couple things online. I know y'all got something for the ladies coming up. Yeah, we got a ladies' night class. Uh, Scoot up a little bit though, Matt. Yeah. All right, uh, wine and charcuterie. That was actually AJ's idea. That was brilliant. That's right? classy you know, right get, there. Get the ladies like involved. Uh, have a little fun. Not just like your normal fly fishing class. Let them hang out together. You know, some wine, charcuterie, all that good stuff. And then uh, yeah, we'll just go into you know like. Basics of fly fishing, like why women, it's important to have women on the water and more women on the water. And, you know, I do a lot of trips with women, and they end up loving it. They're Heck like, yeah. wait, I don't just throw my line in the water and sit here. I'm like, no, we hike, we move, we work constantly doing stuff. So they absolutely love it. So we got that coming up. And then, obviously, uh, just growing the shop, you know, the more people that come in here and buy stuff, uh, you'll see is like the more stuff I'm going to start carrying as far as like, you know, uh, we got cheeky reels coming in next. Um, we got a whole nother rack of flies coming in next. We got, uh, a re-rack of shirts coming in. We about sold out of shirts. Uh, got that hoodies. big size coming in, too. Yeah, I'm already ready. I'm ready, ready. Yeah. The hats, too. Same thing. Did another order on Abby Paffras hats. So, yeah, you know, we're going to just keep keep it moving, keep it growing. Uh, hopefully the guide service comes along, like, in the spring or summer for next year. Um, and then, yeah. And you guys can see all, all these shirts covered, and shit, yeah, man. So. These shirts are super cool. I mean, the hats, like... I want to just add on to the ladies' class, August 3rd. <clears throat> um, we have Dionisia Gallegos with Resident Realty. My sis is going to be sponsoring the charcuterie board, and she's really excited about that. And also my auntie, Dominica Ferguson, she's going to be setting up a little pop-up in here as well, promoting her um, business, which is uh, she really focuses on um, um, shakes and uh, protein shakes and stuff like that, and, yeah. uh, and uh, you know the whole health stuff. So she's going to be setting Dope. up her little her little pop up here. So shout out Auntie Doe. Um, look forward to to having you guys here on August third. A whole community <laughs> affair, man, and that's what I love about it, bro. That's what I love about the barbershop, right? Yes, that, like that's the community, man. I, I, I sent you that thing. Um, uh, Ice Cube on the Rogan podcast mm -hmm. talking about how the barbershop was yeah, just like the that like, was dope. It Hang was like out. the community, man. Like right. that's that's where we, the, where the fellas can come and, and, and be fellas and unwind right. and kind of relate with each other on on everyday problems. You right. know, I feel fishing is the same way. Fly shop. I'm sure you guys have stories where you relate with other fellas. You know, fishing yeah. stories that roll into stories about life that roll into just like, hey, you know what? I needed that uplifting talk right. today because it did it did a number for me. So um, I need to fish because the girlies are driving me crazy. Yeah. Talk, and that's what like the barbershop fly shop is. It's all it all integrates. It's, it's like a melting pot. Yep. You know, you, it's a place where you're gonna come get a haircut. You're gonna tell a story. You know, barbers have always been known as therapists anyway. You know, this is this is a man's therapy to come in here, talk fishing, you know. Uh, like I said, talk fishing, tell a story, get a cut, and buy some flies, man. This is it's a very unique concept, and, you know, we're excited for the for the road ahead for sure. Oh, so yeah. so before we hop out here, guys, we've got a few minutes still. We've been going for an hour already. It just It just flows. It goes by fast. Way fast. Yeah. But, um, you know, we were talking a little bit about rivers and, and lakes and ponds. Like, is there a preference – one versus the other or is one better than the other in terms because you know a lot of more people are getting out on lakes with the water being so high recently um what do you what is your guys thoughts on that do you favor one other than the other is it different times of years that maybe dictate that um i see you guys i'll start to go this time. way and i'm just gonna like you know because just being new to fly fishing over the last five years i you know it's really been an obsession for me and really taking over especially for me rivers and creeks but you know, as a, a long-time fisherman, I still, I still, we were just talking about this earlier, I, I'm still an avid fly, uh, ice fisherman, 
my guys at Ice Fish, man, I love going with them. Um, I love hitting Granby. You know, we've made Taylor an annual three-year trip, you know, January trip for us. So I still do love the lake stuff. I love the, to ice fish. Um, and then I got my young kids, you know, especially my my youngest, Jesse. I'm still trying to get my older son to like fishing more. <laughs> but, you know, he's, just, he's, a, he's a school guy, math guy. But Cash loves the fish. And so getting Cash started on his spin cast stuff. And eventually I want to get him on a fly rod. But um, – I, I love it all, but really fly fishing for me has become the obsession, kind of like these guys. You know, they've been doing it a little longer than I have, and I've been able to learn a lot of great things from these guys, especially Jalen. Hopefully, you know, Matt and I can get on, on the water a little bit more coming up. But um, for me, I think it's just like, you know, smaller smaller rivers and creeks, man. That's really just kind of been my obsession. <clears throat> well, like what he said, that to, to me and like to most people, that's the heart of fly fishing, being on a creek mm-hmm. all alone bunch of fish going crazy you know more aggressive fish uh but aj will think this is funny my roommate manal she always asks me if like i'm a titties or an ass Hi, guy uh hey hey <laughs> and i'm like She's i'm not gorgeous, by the way. i'm like i'm not choosing between titties and ass With all know, respect. I, I mean so like T- yes both please <laughs> yeah uh check like I, yeah. i'll take both of those uh like so <laughs> so for me it's just timing right it's like you know, there's nothing better than being at a high alpine lake for blood red, cruising cutthroats, like Jalen said, big fire truck cutthroats. There's nothing better than being on a canyon creek where you can catch a grand slam and you're catching 40, 50 fish, mm. cutthroat, rainbow, brook brown, uh, get that granny in a day. And then there's also nothing better than hitting a big river when the timing's right and you're just smashing big fish all day and your arm's tired at the end, your forearm's <laughs> tired, your shoulder's tired, you caught 30 oh, yeah. big fish, you fought the hell out of them all day. So it's like titties, ass, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's like we're not – I'm not picking. Like you're not going to make me pick. Hell, yeah. I got <laughs> so, that. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all good. Yeah, I want it all. Jalen? Um, I mean, really, I just like lakes. I mean, I'll go to any rivers, whatever, but come down to it, I like to just go tug on a fish out of a lake because it's yeah. such a bigger body of water. Harder to fish? Uh, yeah, it depends on where you go, but, like, I mean, my favorite lake is in uh, Nevada, okay. Pyramid Lake. You got to know how to fish. Like, you you know, but I've seen miracles happen. Okay. Jalen does a little bit of walleye and bass stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. His dad's a walleye tournament fisherman, actually. Yeah. No shit, huh? He likes that stuff, but, yeah, I'll dip into warm water. It's fun, but, I mean... AJ was asking me about some other people that are in the fishing community, and I've seen them around before just because they catch a lot of fish, but they catch carp. Oh, God. <laughs> Carp's a big Carp. thing nowadays, though. They're, yeah, they're fun to fight. Huge. <laughs> I, I never caught a carp, actually, but I, w- I wouldn't mind going down over here by Elitches and catching one. We were at Lawn Hagler. <laughs> you know where Lawn Hagler's at? Up yeah. at Birthday? We were up there fishing, and I thought I hooked into the fucking trout of a lifetime, bro. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, I got me oh, a nice. And it was on a lure and everything, dude, which, oh. which blew my mind. Got and carp. then it got close, dude, and I fucking seen that golden tail come out the water. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and the scales. I was like, oh, son of a bitch, it's a carp. It'd be the worst it was still thing. a fun fight, but. Yeah. I mean, it'd be the worst thing. Like, you're fishing streamers. A lot of people be like, oh, man, these these carp just eat these little dries and these little cotton flies and mop these flies. little mop flies and all this stuff. And <laughs> next thing you know, I'm over here in the river trying to throw a streamer, catch a fish. Next thing you know, I'm tight. I'm like, hey, yeah. I got the fish of a lifetime out of this river. It gets closer, and I, I got a carp that done sucked in a streamer. Oh, wow. Upset. I, kn- I know. <laughs> I didn't want to touch my fly anymore. <laughs> I, I, got, I got the hook out 
without touching the fish, you can wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Why you hating on that card for a dog? <laughs> um, Trout boy. But don't underestimate bass on the fly, too. That's well, uh, I go to South Florida all the time for peacock bass, and, like, Jalen gives me a little hate for it. But, like, there's not once you do it, just shoulders and just the power and the speed that they come at a streamer and just and then the power that they they fight away with initially and they're badass looking fish. Too. Yeah, you think you're they're in, fucking mean. You think you're in Brazil? Those things like and aren't you going to Brazil? And, speaking of Brazil, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, we got a big trip uh, in November going to Brazil. Sick for uh, peacock bass. So Sick. hopefully there'll be some twenty pounders on that. Yeah. Yeah. soon. Aggressive ass fish. I wouldn't twenty want pounders. J, J, I mean, 20 pounders. You want me to go 30? Bro. You, 20 pounders. You want me to go 30? You ain't catching no 20 pound bass. <laughs> you, <don't understand. laughs> you ain't catching no 20 pound bass. <laughs> hey, you, you is, mentioned. Does 18 count? Seven and a half. <laughs> oh, gosh. We ain't going to Brazil if it's that. 19.5. <laughs> hey, uh, you mentioned walleye earlier. Um, I used to have this dude that I work with. He is a fly fisherman. He used to talk about going up. Um, fishing Chaffield, where the where the river comes in, uh, in March, early in March, because the walleye would run up river right before they spawn. Mm. You guys ever hear hear about that at all? I I have. I don't know a whole lot about walleye other than no. the, the walleye fillet I had the other day at Lakeshore Restaurant was off the chain. Well, I heard walleye's good eating. It was good, bro. It was the first time I had it. It was good. But anyway, yeah. no, I don't know too much about that, but I. I've, I've heard a lot of big good things about walleye fishing at that reservoir. Though. Yeah, I, I, I know mean, the reservoir. I have a homie that fishes the reservoir. He right. catches he catches nice walleye out of there. Mm. So I imagine I'm, they probably don't go up the river though. Mm. <laughs> I won't say specifics, but if you can find a laker uh, with a inlet and outlet, yeah. you're good. So yeah, the only reason I don't name specifics because pretty much all of them got it. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, of course you're gonna catch fish in these places, but where you find some moving water, you're gonna catch some fish. Oh yeah. Y'all hear that? Find some moving water. Catch a fucking fish. Anywhere yeah. there's water, I'll fish anywhere. You, don't remember, <laughs> you guys don't remember that show, Channel 25 Altitude, about uh, 10 years ago. Fucking al- we don't get altitude no more for the last three years. <laughs> Fuck altitude. No, I'm just uh, Zach knows what I'm talking about. Shout out Zach Z. Yo, Zach shout out G. to Zach. Um, yo, before we get out of here, guys, any exciting new things coming up for any of you that you want to plug, promote, um, drop? You know, if not, no worries, but this is the opportunity you know, to go ahead and do so. Not really, other than uh, my boy uh, Terrence Crawford about to Who you be got? the reigning champ this Saturday. I'm going T-Bud, man. Let's go. You know, I'm going. Go. I, I like them both. I've seen Earl fight actually twice. Uh, I went to both fights when he beat up Danny and Mikey Garcia in Dallas. Um, so, you know, I am a fan of Earl, but uh, I think T-Bud is just going to be a little too much for him this Saturday. Shout out T-Bud Crawford. Come see us. Let's put Matt on the spot because he's talking about how big of a boxing fan he was earlier. No, I'm just fucking <laughs> <laughs> No, Matt, when I was telling you, though, that there's there's a few fighters that I follow these days, and Crawford was one of those cool, fighters. Cool. Man. I definitely got, got him going in that one, too. And yeah. I'd ask Jalen, but... We already know. <laughs> he already know. Hey, you know, it blew my mind last time we had Jalen on because we started talking about Tom Brady. And he legit, legit, legit didn't know what we were talking about in terms of Tom Brady. And and that's when I knew Jalen was about his shit. That's when you know Jalen. Oh, no, I'm telling you, like, when I tell you Sunday, when football Sunday starts, and then I I look at when the football game starts, I leave right when the game starts, right to the river. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Because guess what? No one's one's there. there. All the losers watching TV. Hey, I'm a... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you can't can't shoot him on the couch. You can't catch him on the couch. There you go. Oh, my. There you go. 
right. Well, with that, fellas, man, again, I appreciate you guys hopping on, man. We're going to get ready to shut this thing down. But as usual, before we get out of here, I got to make sure I give a shout out. Shout out to Inkless Laser, brand new tattoo removal shop opening up here in in the, in the Denver area. Shout out to my cousin Lorenzo with Inkless Laser. Shout out, to, shout out to Icon Sales and Boxing, Anytime Flood Restoration, the Play Harder Podcast, my boy Zach G, uh, Rebel Promotions, Black Sevens, Genesis Catering, Lash All Beauty, of course, Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers, the Canyon Fly Shop, the Westminster Youth Football Association, and as always, DNA Sports Denver.com. Yo, we're out, man. Peace. Uh-huh.